Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. This is such a fun movie we're going to be talking about in just a second. It is great, and it has got so many great people in it. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to our conversation. We've got director Danny Gold here to talk about if you're not in the obit, eat breakfast. And it is the story of uh, men and women, a lot of them we know, uh, that are in their uh, 90 or above who are living life to the fullest. And the cast includes such people as Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, Kirk Douglas, Norman Lear, Betty White. But Carl Reiner is kind of our guide. He is, And he is such an amazing man. Uh, I've always I've loved him from the Dick Van Dyke show and so many other things that he's done, but he's just a remarkable talent and he, and what a rem- remarkable human being he is. I'm going to ask Danny Gold, just how remarkable is Carl Reiner? <laughs> Danny? Uh, Carl, Carl Reiner is very remarkable. <laughs> he, he was amazing to um, work with on this film. He had a natural, you know, curiosity to just, it energized all of us while we were making the project. That is Danny Gold, the director of this film. If you're not in the obit, eat breakfast. And uh, well, who approached who about doing the film, uh, doing this film, Danny? Well, the uh, the origins of the film were uh, were basically uh, Carl Reiner's nephew George Shapiro. Mm-hmm. It was his idea. He was inspired by Carl Reiner and Carl's vitality, as well as. Betty Seinfeld, who's, who's Jerry Seinfeld's mother, um, and uh, George is Jerry Seinfeld's manager, and um, he was inspired by both of them. They were living so vitally, you know, after the age of 90, and he just it made them curious about, you know, what are they doing right? And uh, that sort of began the genesis of the project, and then, uh, and then he, with his... His collaborator, Amy Hyatt, also an executive producer on the film, I was brought into the project to direct it. Fantastic. And what is so striking about the film and and their involvement in it is, is the, the, the vitality, the embracing of their of their age and of what their what their capabilities are and how they go about living their life is it's just a it's really such a fun watch. Um Tell I mean again, Dick Van Dyke, obviously, sort of the embodiment of what I'm talking about, but they all are in their own ways. Uh, tell me a little bit about approaching these different people: Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, Kirk Douglas, who's been so amazing in terms of his you know, having a stroke and coming back from that. It's just tell me a little bit as you approach these people. Uh, did they did, were they as enthusiastic as they seemed to be in getting involved in the film? They actually were because you know they know that they're living vitally, and uh, yeah. I think it was a un- it was a unique uh, opportunity for them to talk about another aspect of their being, and uh, they all had a lot to say about it. And uh, so we had a lot of enthusiasm going into the project with you know the people, be it Dick Van Dyke, Kirk Douglas, you know yeah. Mel Brooks, yeah. Norman Lear. Yeah. Tony Bennett. <laughs> Tony Bennett. Boy, what a beautiful rendition. Uh, that The song that he sings in the film is just, uh, 
Tell me a little bit. Where was that filmed at? The, where where Tony was singing? Was that a, a uh, club? Yes, that was that was filmed in New York at a uh, club called the Django, which is in the uh, uh, village uh, located at the Roxy Hotel. And we sort of you know went into that room, and we were you know we had an amazing director of photography for that shoot, Matthew Waxman, who was able to light that thing. Yeah, so beautiful. So beautifully, and uh, and then you know our music director, you know, our music producer for the film, uh, Terry Wallman, as well as as well as um, Tony Bennett, Sunday Bennett, produced that cut, and it was just amazing. Well, the song. Tell tell our audience what what he was singing. Oh, he was he was singing the classic tune, "The Best Is Yet to Come." Yeah, there you go. What 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 better way to open this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and honestly, one of my favorite things about that scene was the look on the on the audience from the people in the audience. It was just such a God. It's such a great moving moment. It's a great way to start the film. Really terrific stuff. He's uh, they were great. The audience, you know, and we and we wanted to show that Tony and his music transcend generations. Absolutely. I think also, well, I'm going to remind our listeners we're speaking with the director of the film. If you're not in the obit, eat breakfast. That's Danny Gold. And the film is premiering on Monday night. I believe that's the June 5th. Well, I think we've got that the math right on that. June 5th. And it's um, de- debuting on HBO at 8 p.m. And that's Eastern time. And I'm sure it'll be that night, Eastern, Western time here on, on the on the left coast as well. Uh, please watch this because it's just... Uh, uh, you, you'll see so many people that you admire and that you are beloved and are talented and um, so enthusiastic about their own lives that it's inspiring for you. I'm sure it will be as it was for me to be energized by just their their engagement in, in life. Um one of the things in the film is a longevity expert, and I hope I don't butcher his name. Is it Dan Butner? Dan Butner. Butner. Okay. Tell me a little bit about sort of his part of the, in in your film. Well, Dan um, is an expert in longevity. He write he writes about places called the blue zones, which has been covered on television and National Geographic and other areas, other places. And it's about where people live really long lives. And we felt that he would be a perfect person to discuss, you know, scientific aspects of what we were talking about in the movie, or scientific or emotional or sociological aspects of it, I would say, more accurately. And and Dan was great. I mean, he's done TED Talks and other things, and he, had a, he has a lot to say on the subject. We just touched the surface of what Dan Buettner has to talk about in terms of longevity. Yeah, and, I, and again, that's one of the, the beautiful things about uh, the, your film, if you're not in the obit, Eat Breakfast, and, and that is that it is about these people, well-known people, uh, still vital people, but there's also, a, you know, a common thread that runs through their their lives. Uh, you know, obviously, taking care of yourself, your body and your mind are an investment. Take care of those investments, but also engaging in things that interest you, that keep you present. It, it, 
I'll ask you because I mean, you you obviously through this project, you you've learned a, a lot about the secrets to a long and happy life. What would you distill a couple of those those elements down to? Yeah, I would I would say that <clears throat> uh, the elements would be that the common ground between all the people in the movie they all have passion for life. They wake up interested in doing something, and they also are surrounded by friends. You know, they're they're engaged with friends, and they all love to laugh. And uh, yes. all of them, from the from the celebrities to the non celebrities, but they're all really engaged in life have passion for it, and I think that has a lot to do with uh, staying vital. I absolutely think it's no accident that, for many of them, that humor was a huge part of their life, and I am such a advocate for that, because I think through humor you're able to cope, I think you're able to uh, rebound from situations, and you're able to process information that you wouldn't otherwise be able to in the way that humor allows you to. Is that is that a fair statement? Uh, very fair. I mean, you know, that all of them have a good sense of humor and can laugh at life, and, um, and also friendship. You know, not being alone is important as well. Whether or not you still have a spouse, it, but you have to have friends. And I, I think that's what really all these people have. They have, a, they have a good friendship support network that they're not just alone. And but they're proactive. They're not like waiting for life. They're they're actually going out and experiencing life. You mentioned the connection with Jerry Seinfeld. Boy, he looks good. He sounds good. He's now in his sixties. He's um, that was interesting. I didn't. I never think of Jerry Seinfeld as even getting older because. I see him practically every day of my life, <laughs> twice <laughs> twice a day, uh, and and uh, but he remains one of the really truly great comedic talents of all time. I think his ear is for te- for comedy, and as well as well as Larry David. Let's be honest; those the two of them together just absolutely among the the greatest of all of ever in terms of. Uh, their humor and its ability to kind of reflect back on ourselves with it. Um, what was it like uh, working with Jerry on on this uh, film? Oh my gosh, it was great working with Jerry. First of all, I think you see a really insightful uh, person who is really you know sharing his philosophy of life and you know what at a younger age than the other people in the movie. So you're sort of seeing yeah. a person who's sort of practicing what the others are sort of talking about, about being engaged in life and loving things. And um, I thought he added a really uh, interesting and compelling part of the movie. Yeah. There's a story, and I'm not going to give it away here, but there's a story about him and Carl Reiner and Alan King and goes back, and how profound of an impact people can have on the lives of younger people that they may not know ever, but may not know it for decades until decades later, and it's just such a touching story, and it's such and that's that's another thing about this film. By the way, the film is if you're not in the obit, eat breakfast. And the we're speaking with Danny Gold, the director, 
and it's going to be screening, airing uh, on HBO June 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern, and I'm sure we'll be rolling out into the West Coast about that time if you're watching HBO, so be sure to check that out. But this film is such a touching, wonderful, it has such a light touch to it, and to see Norman Lear at 93, so vital and so amazing, Betty White, who I'm a huge fan of Betty White's, and all these people, it's great you spend time with them, and they're unguarded, and they're reflective, and they're and they're honest with you about the you know all the things that are going on in their life at this point. It's just such a it's uh, I I don't want to meet the person who doesn't like your movie. How's that, Danny Gold? I like that. Yeah. Can I save that quote? I want that quote. <laughs> okay, you got it. Uh, so uh, well. Well, I will thank you so much for your time today. Uh, anything else that you want me to, you, you feel like we should add? Is there, they can go to, uh, you know, find out more about your film. Um, HBO is a good place to go. Uh, anything like that? Anything to add? Yeah, no, I would, I, I would just say, you know, it starts Monday on HBO, okay. June 5th. Yeah. At 8 p.m. on the West Coast and the East Coast. Yeah, there you go. And, what, and whatever they do in the middle part of the country, and uh, whatever time zone that is. And um, it's, it'll also you know, be on HBO, what do they call it, HBO Now. Mm-hmm. That's um, right, on demand. And all the different yeah. stuff. <laughs> very, very good. It'll be out there. Very good. All right, Danny Gold, again, the film, If You're Not in the Obit, Eat Breakfast. And the opening is literally Carl Reiner. And there's an experience that he has that's prompted this this title, which is awesome in and of itself. So my congratulations to you and your entire team and also to these remarkable people who give so much hope and promise to those of you to those of us who are not quite at that point in our lives. So thank you for that as well, Danny Gold. Thank you so much. You have a great day, and I uh, look forward to uh, more work from you. So please come back and join us again. Uh, we would love to talk to you about other projects. Danny Gold, thank you. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.